What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm ready. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Supernaturally Paid Podcast, y'all. Can I just tell y'all that it's honesty hour? <laughs> I'm getting ready to talk about something that is a very sensitive, vulnerable topic for me. And it's sensitive and vulnerable because this is something that I truly struggled with in my marriage. And so today we're talking about how to get on the same page with your spouse spiritually and when it comes to finances. And let me tell y'all, the spiritual thing wasn't a problem for me. That was easy. It was like, all right, you know, we're going to make sure that, you know, we're praying together. We're going to make sure that we are fasting together. And, you know, that was something that I would say my husband and I specialized in instantly um, was, you know, getting on the same page spiritually. Like, in fact, when after we left the courthouse, when we got married in November of 2018, one of the very first things that we did together was a seven day fast. So thankfully, by the grace of God, um, the spiritual side of things was pretty easy for us. Baby, that financial side, it wasn't easy. It was not easy. It wasn't a cakewalk. It wasn't something that we said a prayer about and then boom, instantly it just happened. It was work and it was work every single day. Let me tell you how... When you get married and you get married and you're like above a certain age, <laughs> I think that it impacts things because you are so used to doing all of this adulting by yourself. And, you know, it's it's weird because when my husband and I started dating, we both were in our 20s. I think I was 27 and oh, I think he was like 28. Um, so, you know, we were still young right? But when you're self-employed and you've been self-employed for a long time, like the both of us were, like when we got married, both of us had already had years under our belt as far as being self-employed. And so when you've been self-employed for that long of a time, it get real bossed up. <laughs> you know, it gets very bossed up in a sense that, you know, you've made a lot of decisions on your own. You, it's easy to say, all right, I'm going to go and spend a thousand dollars at sex and I ain't finna ask nobody in my case, in my husband's case, you know, it's easy to say, I'm going to invest in this, you know, for my business and I'm not going to ask, you know, nobody, but then you get married. <laughs> okay. And you get married and the finances are combined you get married and you have to come and agree on different things, you know, I could want to buy a house and this be the budget, but then my husband could want to say, I think we should go $50,000 less and we got to come into agreement on that. So 
I want to talk about this because I truly believe that for a lot of couples, finances are the point of entry for the enemy to come in and try to place friction between you and your spouse, right? So we're going to talk about that um, on this episode today. And I'm just going to give you all some tips for how to get on the same page with your spouse financially. So tip number one is that you have to let God be the tiebreaker. I can't stress that enough. It is going to be situations when it comes to your finances that you and your spouse just do not agree. And, you know, it's going to be like that because y'all are two different people that have sometimes two completely different views on things. And, you know, it's, it's interesting with my husband and I, because in most marriages, it's one way or the other. It's either one person is a spender and one person is a saver. I get that a lot when we talk to other married couples, but Really with my husband and I is kind of different because I would say at least at this point, well, no, let me be honest. I am clearly still the spender, um, but I'm also like the big investor, you know, and my husband is not a saver. He's an investor as well, but I would say that we have kind of different viewpoints a little bit on what we should be investing in. Um, when it comes to investing in certain things, sometimes I tend to be a little bit more conservative with my investing, a little bit more like calculated. Whereas though with my husband, he is very like, he, it's easy for him to say, let's just take this risk. You know, like he doesn't really like overthink it. Um, and so you have to be on the same page so that that doesn't cause friction. And when you say, okay, I'm going to allow God to be the tr- the tiebreaker. You have to trust God as the tiebreaker, even when it doesn't seem like it's going in your favor. You have to trust that it's still going in your favor. You have to trust that God is not going to steer you wrong and in the wrong direction, right? Um, prime example for me was with us making the decision to buy a vehicle. Um, we had gone without a car for so long over a little bit over a year that I just was exhausted. I was exhausted from constantly renting cars. I just felt like we're wasting all of this money, you know, on these rental cars. Like, I don't think that we should keep getting rental cars. Like to me, it was just like awful, right? And so I would be like starting whatever argument I could (laughs) with my husband until he would see this from my perspective that we needed to get another car, right? And so... He would keep saying, Raven, I can clearly look in the garage and see that there's no car out there. Do you really think that I don't know that we need a, a car? Like, I don't need you to tell me constantly to remind me that we need a vehicle, right? So finally, he would keep saying to me, like, you know, we have to let God get this car. We got to let God do this. We have to, you know, let God instruct us on where to go, like, We have to let God just guide us like every single step of the way, you know, with this car situation. And I had to be okay with that. You know, the first couple months that we didn't have a car, it was like, oh, okay, you know, God is going to provide whatever, whatever. But baby, when it hit that year, when it hit that six months, I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, like what's going on? Like, where is this car? Like I started to get like very impatient about this whole thing, right? So, you know, you have to make sure that when God has that last word 
with whatever you're disagreeing with your husband on that you trust that everything is going to go in your favor, that you trust that God always has your best interest. So that's tip number one is letting God be the tiebreaker. Tip number two is to be completely transparent with who you are with money. I cannot stress this enough. Don't be courting with your husband or with your, you know, soon to be husband and trying to act like you're this person that don't like to go in demons and run it up. <laughs> don't be acting like for the men that's listening, don't be acting like you are not this man that you love experiences, like you wanna have 50 yard line tickets to your favorite NFL team's game. Like you have to be honest about the things that you like to do with your money because if you're not honest about it and you get married, it's gonna hit your spouse off guard. They're not gonna understand why you're trying to spend $1,000 on tickets to the boxing match. So with me and my husband, I do feel like before we got married, we did a great job of being honest with each other about who we were. Like I was not hiding no packages from my husband. <laughs> I wasn't acting like I was okay with shopping at a, a cheap store. You know, I everything about who I am financially was placed on a table, you know, before we even got married. And for me, I knew that my husband was the type of guy that he likes experiences. I know that if it's a, a boxing match that's getting ready to be in Dallas, he wants to go and he wants to sit in a good seat. I know that he's going to want to go to some Eagles games. I know that he's going to want to go to, you know, some some Mavericks games, some, some Sixers games. Like I know that he's going to want to indulge in these particular things. So what's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition, ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You know, one of the things that we always do in our marriage to stay on the same page um, financially is we make sure that things are fair as far as what the other person is spending. Like if I didn't just treated myself to some designer sunglasses, like prime example, I just treated myself to like some shades um, and they were luxury shades. So these were like a $500, you know, pair of sunglasses. So... 
when this next boxing match comes to Dallas, whenever like Earl Spence is fighting again at the AT&T Stadium in Arlington, I cannot look at my husband crazy when he tells me, okay, I'm about to get my tickets and it's going to be $1,000, you know, for my tickets, right? Because I know good and well what I didn't just spent on these glasses. I know good and well, you know, what just happened, you know, that I treated myself to. So you have to be fair. You can't expect to be the only one treating your spouse or treating yourself to things, but then you don't think that your spouse is supposed to treat themselves to anything, right? So you want to be fair. Another thing that I would say that you want to do to stay on the same page with your spouse financially, do not let other people's rules be the rules for your marriage and y'all finances. Everybody's situation is different. I don't even like when people talk about marriage and finances in the sense like it's one size fits all because it's really not. Like, for example, I do not like this whole like notion. And let me just tell y'all, like even before we got married, my husband has always been a type of person that does not really want me paying for anything. Even if it's as small as like, paying for the internet bill, you know, at our office. Like there are so many <laughs> business expenses that I have that I don't even know how much they are because my husband takes care of them. You know, he just has always been this type of man, right? And it's something that um, I'm very, you know, blessed for. Um, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for, but you know, that's just always been his thing is that he wants to be a man's man and, you know, he wants to basically take care of everything. But then you have other people that feel like, well, it should be 50-50. It should be this. I don't interfere with those type of arguments because if that is what y'all do in your house, if that's what works for your household, okay. But just because social media is saying that our finances need to be split 50-50 or the husband needs to pay this amount, the wife need to pay... We set our own rules that work for our marriage. We don't think about what other people are doing and, oh, maybe we should do this or, oh, maybe we should. We don't think about <laughs> things like that. So I think that being very clear and really putting your foot down and making sure that even as you have conversations with your married friends or if they ask you, so how do y'all do this? Like just making sure that, you know, you are very stern as far as sticking to the rules that you and your husband have set. Um, it's, it's extremely important, you know, that you do this. Another tip that I would say to stay on the same page with your, your spouse when it comes to finances, and this is going to be specifically for my fellow wives. Don't get ahead of your husband with the finances. And when I say don't get ahead, I mean... Don't like give your husband the respect to let him make big decisions financially and don't feel like you always have to add like your two cents to it. Um, it's important because you don't want your husband to feel like they just don't have any say so. And I think this is important, especially for women that are entrepreneurs or very high up in corporate and, you know, things like that, because a man has to feel needed. A man has to feel needed. A man has to feel respected. And one of the ways that a man feels respected and feels like the head of their household 
is being able to make certain decisions financially. So, you know, I know for me, I don't want to feel like if I'm in the mall and I want to spend some money on clothes, I got to always call my husband and be like, hey, babe, can I spend... Now, obviously, I'm not about to go to sex and spend $20,000 and not say something to my, like, I'm just not about to do that. But, you know, do I want to feel like for every little thing I have to ask him for a permission slip to spend? I don't want to feel like that. But at the same time, if I don't want to feel like that, I can't expect him to feel like that when he is spending money as well. Another tip that I'm going to say that you have to do to stay on the same page financially is that you have to understand, especially if y'all are two entrepreneurs like me and my husband, you have to understand that things can be up and down. It might be times that you make a lot more than your husband and it might be times that he makes a lot more than you. And I remember for me, and there's been um, a lot of times in, in our marriage that it's been like that where my husband is making a lot more than me or it's times that I'm making you know, more than him or whatever. But I remember after I just had my son and he was making astronomically more than me, it was hard for me. And it was hard for me because I felt like, oh my goodness, I'm like this kept woman. Like I'm making money, but I'm not making nearly as much money, you know, as I'm used to. And I remember that being something that was like extremely uncomfortable for me, you know? And it was uncomfortable because I'm like, uh, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm not contributing much or, you know, I'm not contributing anything. Like I just, I was all the way in my head, um, about this whole thing when it came to like the finances. But I think that as whether you're, you know, wife, husband, like anybody in a marriage, you have to understand that even if the other person is making more money than you in that moment, y'all are still winning together. You have to understand that y'all play on the same team. You can't be in a place where you are, it becomes a competition thing between you and your spouse. If the enemy can make you compete against your spouse, he can position you to be against your spouse. So you have to understand that to stay on the same page. Um, another thing, and I could go on for, for like days about this. So I think I'm gonna try to wrap it up um, after this last one. But another thing that you want to make sure that you're doing to just stay on track with your spouse and your finances is constantly talk to God about your financial situation. Um, when you constantly invite God into your finances, it allows God to move in your finances in a way that you cannot move. So you want to make sure that that is something that is an active part of your marriage because it's healthy. You know, I would say ideally sitting down with your spouse at least once a week. I mean, me and my husband do this multiple times a week, but sitting down with your spouse at least once a week and intentionally praying over your finances, intentionally asking God to provide you financial increase, intentionally asking God, what's the next step for my business? What's my strategy? What's the next step in my career? Like asking God to take over when it comes to your finances is extremely extremely important. So make sure that you guys are doing this. Make sure that y'all are putting all the all of these tips, implementing them into your marriage to make sure that you and your spouse are definitely staying on the same page financially. Because like I said, if the enemy 
can put you against your spouse financially. It's a ton of other ways that he can come in there and just have free reign to do whatever it is that he wants to do. So do not be in a place where you are letting him in and letting him impact your marriage when it comes to finances. So I hope that y'all enjoyed this podcast episode. I want y'all to click on the link inside of the comment. I mean, I'm sorry, the notes section because we do have a free resource for you guys. Something that my husband and I put together to help married couples get on the same page financially. So I pray that you guys enjoy that resource and I will meet y'all back here soon for another episode of the Supernaturally Paid Podcast. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.